Time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. Before you listen to the next newest episode, going to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically Jonesboro, Georgia. Nails by Imani, the best nail technician inside or outside the 285 perimeter. 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236 is the physical address to where she works at. You can Google her and find her on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also find the missus on Instagram as well. The online beauty boutique is the website and the business Facebook page is Forest Crafts and Custom Designs. Once again, Forest Crafts and Custom Designs, two R's in the name Forest, just like the Washington Commander's safety, Derek Forest, but no relation to this lineage of forces. And the email address, once again, is forestcraftsdesigns at gmail.com. You can find Arigato Joey wherever you listen to music. He is on Pandora as well, and I am on Pandora as well, but that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. And for me, the Prophets Picks, that is the Prophets Picks 2019. Twitter handle at Prophets underscore picks. No special characters or apostrophes, just the underscore before you type in picks. That's the Twitter handle. The Gmail is the Prophets Picks at gmail.com. And once again, Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. I'm everywhere as well as you too. This show coming up next, you can find it there. Have a great night, everyone, and stay tuned. New episode right now. All right, phase one of the offseason for this 2023 post-2022 NFL season continues here on the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. It has been a very long week. It's been a very weird week. But with all of that being said, I thank God that I have my health. I thank God that I have life and strength. This is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show on a Friday. 9.10 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, 8.10 p.m. locally, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers here in Houston, Texas. It is 7.10 p.m. Mountain and it is 6.10 p.m. Pacific Anchorage, Alaska. I welcome you back to yet another off-season edition of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show, as there will be a lot of these. Phase one right now, season review shows. Phase two, roster review shows, pre- and post-NFL draft. And the third and final phase will be 2023 predictions, division champions, AFC, NFCs, North, South, East, and West. And then the season will start. Aloha, Honolulu, Waikiki. Maui, Pearl Harbor Memorial, all of the Hawaiian Islands. What's up? Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Off-season 
edition phase one and once again phase one is the season review shows the first season review show that i did for phase one of the off season was of course the team that had the absolute total worst record in all of the land in the nfl this past season and that was the arizona cardinals if i'm not mistaken and Actually, I am mistaken. Please forgive me. Arizona will be the next show that I do. The first show that I did was the Bears. How could I forget that, right? Especially since it's Friday night. Going to be with the fam watching Chicago PD. Chicago PD comes on Wednesday nights, but we all gather around and enjoy a very exciting, dramatical show. All right, so go and check that show out, 3 and 14 Chicago Bears 2022 Chicago Bears 3 and 14 season review on those fellas and this show right here is the 313 and 1 season review of the 2022 Houston Texans or the 2022 Houston Texans Season review show, a season in which they went 3-13-1. And as I say every once in a while, thank God for the pause button. All right. The Houston Texans, for the second year in a row, we will start in the offseason of last year, 2022. And, um... Houston Texans started off with elevating defensive coordinator or defensive backs coach or whatever his position was at the time when he was on David Culley's staff. Lubby Smith, he was elevated to be the head coach. And I've lived in Houston now since June of last year. But before I got to Houston, I can tell you, Listening to local sports radio here in the city of Houston, the thought and the feeling was the Texans will, in fact, have yet another head coach for one year. They're not going to allow Lubby Smith to build. They're not going to allow Lubby Smith to grow the players that, quite frankly, I don't know if anybody noticed. Played so hard for Lovey Smith. And I'm going to be honest. And this is my professional amateur opinion. As you will always get that here at the show. You have the opinions. And then you have the truth. And I give you both of those here at this podcast show. During the regular NFL season as well as the off season. The truth is never out of season here at the show. The truth is always in season. And it's not embellished. There's nothing added on. Is no extra. It is the flat out truth. What I did right and what I did wrong and what others did wrong and or what they did right to me as well. There's no embellishment. So at the end of the day, the bottom line is I feel that the Houston Texans, regardless of David Culley or... 
Lubby Smith. I think they made a huge mistake. Two years in a row. What do I mean by that? I'll tell you right now. You could have went after somebody like D'Amico Ryan's two years ago before the 2021 NFL season. There is no such thing that, oh, he was not ready yet. He was not prepared yet. There's no such thing as that. There is no such thing that as we haven't had enough games to look at what he has done as a defensive coordinator to feel that he has enough to be an NFL head coach. There is none of that. Those are excuses, Houston Texans. And if it sounds like I'm coming down on you guys and I'm coming down on you guys hard, that's because I am coming down on you guys. And I'm going to continue until D'Amico Ryans makes the change that is very much so needed <clears throat> for the Houston Texans. The change and the success that the Houston Texans have not experienced and have not enjoyed since Bill O'Brien was just basically ripped apart, ripped to shreds here in the city of Houston. You had Gary Kubiak, successful with pick six Matt Schaub, former Atlanta Falcon. Of course, I know about him. I was a Falcons fan when the Falcons drafted him. You had... As I forestated again, Bill O'Brien, who is now the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. And that's his second stint as an offensive assistant in New England under the great and mighty Bill Darth Belichick. So the reason I feel that is a mistake is because I feel as if even though the Texans had an amazing draft, Last April, April 2022. Amazing draft. Look at the players that the Texans got out of that draft in 2022. The majority of that draft were day one starters. Heck, Mr. Pierce at running back was so good that he ended up benching Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack didn't bench himself. Marlon Mack didn't get an opportunity, quite frankly. To outplay the young buck coming in named Damian Pierce. And at the end of the day, I believe with D'Amico Ryans at the helm two years ago in 2022, or should I say 2021, I believe you make those draft selections. I believe you make the same picks whether it's Petrie or Pierce, I believe those players are still drafted by the Houston Texans. I don't think anything changes that. And I would even go as far as to say that possibly even more players with better stock, better talent, collegiate experience, etc., etc. I believe that could have even happened if you go ahead and you get D'Amico Ryans two years ago. That's just my professional opinion, and that's how I want to start to show off. I want to start to show off laying down the hammer because, look, even though I'm not a Houston Texans fan, I'm an NFL fan. 
And everybody knows what's been going on, <clears throat> excuse me, in the city of Houston with the Houston Texans. And in all honesty, if you've been paying attention to the NFL outside of your specific city, if you've been paying attention to the news, whether it's ESPN or whether it's pro football talk or uh, Chris Sims on Button, if you've been paying attention, you know what's going on with the Houston Texans. You know what has happened with Deshaun Watson. You know what's going on in Houston, Texas. You don't necessarily have to live here to know everything that's going on. Heck, I didn't start living here until 2021, May of 2021, mid-May of 2021. And before I got here, I knew what was going on with the Houston Texans. The thing is, is that once I settled down here, I really knew the in-depth, deeper details. And it's not that I couldn't have known it from South Florida because I literally had every single sports radio station at my hand. It's called the World Wide Web. So at the end of the day, woulda, coulda, shoulda, past is the past. We move on now to the future and a guy named D'Amico Ryans, a guy that I feel would be as successful or more successful in his first season than Robert Salah was. Okay, <clears throat> and the reason I compare him to Robert Salah is because, please excuse my throat. <clears> throat> I compare him to Robert Salah because Robert Salah was a defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers for a few years before he was hired off of that great Kyle Shanahan San Francisco 49ers coaching staff to be the head coach for the New York football Jets. I want to first start off with week one for the Texans and their 2022 season review. They finished at the bottom of the AFC South, 313-1. Week one, it was a tie against the Indianapolis Colts, 20-20. Then the Texans would lose three games in a row, 16-9 Broncos, 23-20 Bears, 34-24 Chargers. Winning in Jacksonville 13 to 6. I picked the Jags to win that game, by the way. Losing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 games in a row after that. 38 to 20 to the Raiders, 17 to 10 to the Titans, 29, 17 to the Eagles, 24, 16 to the Giants in East Rutherford, New Jersey, 23 to 10 to the Commanders, 30 to 15, about 30 men to the Miami Dolphins in Miami Gardens, Florida, 27, 14 loss to the Bear, the Browns, excuse me. 27-23 loss to the Cowboys. That was the battle, the Civil War of Texas, Houston versus Dallas. And then a 30-24 loss at home to the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that would eventually become Super Bowl champions. The Titans lost to the Houston Texans late in the season last season, just like they did in 2021, 19-14, but... In 2021, they were the number one seed. The Titans were made it to the, the postseason. This past year, that loss really didn't help the Titans at all. They didn't make it to the postseason. We all know what happened. The Jaguars ended up winning the division and making it <clears throat> to the divisional playoff round, the Elite Eight, only to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, the team that would eventually be the Super Bowl champions. Losing to the Jaguars 31-3, just getting handled by the Jaguars, by the way. 
and then ending the season with a win in Indian, Indianapolis, Indiana, 32-31. What is the point of all of that? How many of these games were close losses? Because remember at the very top of the show, I said, plain as day, clearly, the Houston Texans, in my professional amateur opinion, played harder for Lovey Smith than they did for David Cullen. That's just my opinion, right? You have the 20 to 20 tie. 16 to 9 loss to the Broncos. Three point loss to the Bears. 10 point loss to the Chargers. You have the 18 point loss, so that doesn't count to the Raiders. A seven point loss to the Titans, that does count. 24 16 loss to the Giants, that does count as a close loss to me, anyways. Um, 23 to 10 loss to the Commanders, that was not close. 30 to 15 loss to the Dolphins. 27-14 loss to the the Browns. 27-23 loss to the Cowboys. That's the seventh close loss in my professional opinion. They almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I just finished watching that game about two, maybe three weeks ago. And then they did beat the Titans 19-14. They did beat the Colts at the end of the year 32-31. That's eight victories that I just gave you, including the tie. Okay. Now, let's add the three victories that the Texans actually got. Jags, Titans, Colts, 11. Talking about 11 games. 11 games that the Indianapolis, that the Houston Texans could have won last year. But they didn't. And their win percentage was .206 away Three victories, six losses in the division, three, two, and one in the conference of the AFC, three, eight, and one. Their defense gave up 420 points. Their offense only scored 289. And they won the final game of the season. And at the end of the day, a home record of zero, seven, and one. And honestly, if you ask me, I believe that was the throat. Slasher, Bumpy Johnson coming from behind with the razor sharp razor and slicing the throat, metaphorically speaking, of Lubby Smith. The fact that he could not get his team to win a home game, and it's not like they weren't close. I just gave you every single win and loss with the final score, and at the end of the day, I believe that's the number one reason why Lubby Smith was let go. They didn't want to give him another shot. Now, if it was my NFL franchise, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I give Lubby Smith just one more year. Right now, the problem with that is maybe you do not get D'Amico Ryans, right? Maybe D'Amico Ryans ends up becoming the head coach for another NFL football team. But if that was the case, he wouldn't have became the head coach of the Houston Texans this year. He would have became the head coach of another NFL franchise. Let's not forget, Houston Texans drafted D'Amico Ryans into the NFL. He played. 
D'Amico Ryans did for the Houston Texans. A good chunk of his NFL career, he finished his career in Philly before becoming a coach. And last but certainly not least, D'Amico Ryans knows a lot of people in the NFL. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Like a lot. Who made him, who not made him, excuse me, who helped him come up with the final decision to go ahead and take the job with the Houston Texans. In my opinion, the fact that he played with the Houston Texans with that support from all of the players and coaches and former players that are now coaches in the NFL. With all of that combined, that's what helped him make the decision to be the head coach. And look, I believe the Texans are going to have another great draft. I believe that the Texans will be successful in year one. I think D'Amico Rhines is the right guy. I just feel like he got here two years too late. <clears throat> and I even feel like he can bring Lovey Smith back. Or he should. So that's basically the year in review. I mean, really nothing much else to talk about. Texas didn't win one single home game. You know, and that's an issue. That's a problem. You have to win your home games in the NFL. You must. You cannot be playing in the NFL, coaching in the NFL, losing home games. That just cannot happen. Not every single one of them. Especially in a day and age in which we have the NFL with 18 weeks and 17 games. I think Lovey Smith can be back as a defensive coordinator. I'm pretty sure he won't be. If he is, I'll be shocked. It all depends on what type of defense D'Amico Rhines is going to run. I'm hoping that he goes back to the 3-4 defense. The defense that helped make DJ uh, TJ Watt. Listen to me. That made J.J. Watt epic and iconic and a future Hall of Famer to begin with. And, uh, yeah, 313 in one year. Texans need a quarterback as well. That's another thing. The Texans need a quarterback. And uh, you know what? Guess what? That's it, ladies and gents. Gents, this has been the Province Fix Football Podcast Show. 2022 season review of the three... 13 and 1 Houston Texans. Everybody stay safe out there. And the Prophets Picks perspective will return tomorrow. Everybody stay tuned for that. That will be at the YouTube channel. Be safe out there, everybody. One.